Ideas are exciting, right? Ideas take you away from where you are. It's like, I'm here and here's okay, but over there is amazing. That is Zara Ibrahim, and this is Tiny Conversations. I'm Brian Colley. Zara works a lot in organizational change and doing design thinking for organizational change. And she predominantly does this as the principal and founder of Architext, a design think tank and consultancy. I heard Zara speak at a community event and was so inspired by her passion, I invited her to a local cafe to talk about anything she wanted. Once Zara got going, it was clear she was passionate about one thing more than anything else she was sharing. And it was just that, sharing. Specifically, the sharing of ideas. I listened and we chatted about why Zara is passionate about sharing, why people are sometimes afraid of sharing their own ideas, and what happens when you let your ideas out into the world, both good and bad. Here's that conversation. I think as a, as a society, as a community, we have to sort of start to change and start to value the people who are, you know, some of the smartest ideas are with people who aren't relentless, who aren't, who don't take the airtime. But I don't, I mean, I don't think I'm different than anyone else with an idea. I think what makes me different is that it's, when it's unresolved, I'll talk about it. So I often um, make a distinction. I have um, very good friends in both, in both camps. And, um, you know, one night we could be having a conversation and I say, you know, I really think I should start a podcast. And then uh, the next day I'm out for coffee with a friend and we run into, we run into you. And we say, oh, I'm going to start a podcast. And then later that day, someone someone is talking about an, an, a new radio show or something they heard on The Current. And I go, yes, uh, I'm recording my first podcast. And all of a sudden, it becomes more and more real, right? The more you say it, the more you commit to it. And I think when I was starting out, I think that's something that I, I, I didn't need the idea to be resolved. I just needed to validate it in public with a community. I just want to share an idea. I want to see if it has legs. I want to see if people would participate with me. I, I, I never want to do things alone. If I were to ever recommend, you know, give one little, little tiny tip of, tip of um, advice, it would be just like, if you think of something, tell someone. <laughs> if you think of an idea, tell someone right away. You sound really confident mm-hmm. in in your ideas, confident enough to, as you said, you know, publicly state them. Mm-hmm. And at that point, they're they're they're, they're just ideas. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, you're right, do hold back from that, and they think, well, I need to I need to start doing this before I talk about it. And there's this reason not to start it, or it's not perfect, um, or they just don't think their ideas are good enough. How how do you get to the point where you go? My idea is good enough that, that that I can say it, and if I like it, this will become something. I don't think I trust my own judgment enough, and so I think the reason I share these ideas is to find that out, like is to understand if they're good enough or not, because people are honest. It's actually it's actually shocking how many people will do the. You know, in improv, there's this framing yes and. Um, you will do the, yeah, your idea still needs some, it still needs some work. And I know a guy who is um, an architect who's worked in uh, communities for the last 10 years. You should talk to him. And that's how, you know, that's, that's movement building, right? You know, whether your movement is thousands of people or whether your movement is five people. But all of a sudden, people are refining and owning the idea. And when people, when you share an idea... 
that's not refined and people give you advice, then they own a little bit of it. And when they own a little bit of it, they're a little bit more bought into its success. And so if you hand me this like beautiful, polished rock, I will be so excited that, that you have this beautiful polished rock and I will be really, I'll be really happy for you. But if you sit down with me and say, hey, I just got home from the West Coast and I found this thing and I think if we polish it, it could actually be kind of cool. Like, I think this is a piece of granite or I think it's a piece of precious stone. And so we sit here and I'll, I go grab some sandpaper or whatever you do to polish a rock and we kind of do it together. Even though it's yours, I still kind of own a little piece of it, right? I own the part of the experience of making it beautiful. And so it's about co-ownership. It's about sharing. It's about allowing people to buy in and have some kind of accountability for the success of an idea. I think the thing that's that, that's kind of remarkable about that suggestion, but also that would terrify a lot of people, is you are very generous with your ideas. And a lot of people would go, whoa, whoa wait a minute. That it's not completely my idea. Like you just actually said that it would it they have part ownership, and I don't know if it's a desire for control yeah. or just a fear of it being taken in the wrong direction. What do you think about that? About people holding back on this idea? Why put something out there versus why control it all? There is an element of risk. Whichever way, whichever approach you take. So, um, you have an idea, and you're not willing to tell anyone, or you're, or you're waiting to sort of polish it a little bit more. You run the risk of someone else coming up with the idea first. If you tell people the idea, you run the risk of losing control. Like there's, there's an element of risk, and no matter how you slice it, I myself am more comfortable with the risk of losing control than the risk of not getting to do it. I work better when I'm not just accountable to myself. Um, that drives me, that that knowing that someone is wanting to know, someone someone is invested, has, has given me something in order to help me grow it, whether it's time or money or ideas or networks. You know, instead of Zara having to go bang down doors, like I don't want anyone else to have to be plowing their way into doors to try and get a seat at the table. I just want there to be always be a couple extra seats. Going back to the idea of, you know, how do you start things? Like right now we are, we want to be the person who cracks the net. We want to be, we want to come up with the idea that actually makes everyone's lives easier, more interesting, more connected. Um, you know, Bill Gates or, or Steve Jobs are like such cliche examples, but they just, they didn't want to build computers. They wanted to people to communicate or they wanted people to be able to do something. It was about a verb. It was not about a noun. And if you take my idea, right? So if I'm like, hey, Brian, I have this great idea and it's um, it's about bowls. It's about cups and bowls. And you're like, oh, that's a great idea. And I kind of want to do it. And I'm kind of going to own that idea with you. and um, Or I'm just going to take the idea because I could do it myself without you. Well, then it's a weak idea because it's just about the bowl. Like, what am I trying to do with the bowl, right? This is the design mindset. This is the way designers think, right? It's like, oh, I need a, I need a, I need a way for people to eat. I need, a, I need a way for people to be nourished. And so there's lots of ways. So if you take the bowl, I'll find another way because that's what I care about. Because I'm not 
I'm not attached to the bowl. I'm attached to people being nourished. When's a time when starting something or sharing an idea just completely backfired for you? I mean, there's two things I would say. Um, the first is that I constantly share ideas with people who aren't ready to hear them. That's the thing I do. <laughs> so I tell you an idea, you're so excited, you just start running. And I'm like, wait, 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 <laughs> wait, 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 slow down, slow down. Um, I don't know if you're ready. You don't have any shoes on. Like, put on your shoes first. And um, I've noticed that in a lot of our work with organizations, we get organizations really excited about design thinking. We get them really excited about creative approaches to complexity. And um, in many cases, they start running without their shoes on. And in those cases, the projects have backfired. In those cases, they haven't been able to successfully transition into a type of organization that can think creatively. And, and in some cases, have actually thought less creatively. You know, I think that's a learning is, is, you know, gauging whether someone is ready to hear an idea because ideas are exciting, right? Ideas take you away from where you are. It's like, I'm here and here's okay, but over there is amazing, right? Like, and clearly this person thinks it's amazing. So I just want to go there. We've been talking about starting things and ideas and sharing them. So it seems like something more than just something you do. You know, you're like, yeah. you you advocate for this. Mm -hmm. Why do you think it is important that not just you, but people, just people in general, start things and share ideas? I think ideas are around people recognizing their own capacity to do things, to make change in the world. And so the idea is, can we just recognize that we have that capacity? Whether you are a single mom, whether you are a teenager, whether you are um, struggling with a mental health issue, like that you have the capacity to take an idea on. And it's just recognizing that capacity that allows us to, if we work at an organization, to speak up, <laughs> if, if that allows us as entrepreneurs to advocate, that allows us as people who are in friendships and relationships to speak to things, to start things, to have more meaningful connections. So ideas are just a, they're just a vehicle for learning about ourselves. If you want to learn more about Architects, you can go to architectsinc.com. That's text as in T-E-X-T. -E I'll put the link on tinyconversations.com. While there, you can listen to the full unedited conversation I had with Zara. It's about an hour, and like I said, it's on the website as well, tinyconversations.com. While there, you can also listen to other episodes, send me a note, and most importantly, you can subscribe to this podcast. If you are already subscribing, thank you so much. It means a lot to me, really. And let me ask you, what do you think of the podcast so far? Is there anything you'd like specifically? Let me know by leaving a review. If this is your first episode of Tiny Conversations, welcome. I hope you enjoyed this episode. There are a lot more available, so you may like some, you maybe won't, but they're all made with love. I'm not kidding. I really love doing this. Okay, that's it from me. I'm Brian Colley. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>